So today we're going to talk about um, something kind of critical and kind of important when we're talking about the toxicology and, and risk and, and human health and disease and ecological health and disease. And that's, that's hazard versus risk. And I've waited a while to talk about this. And um, I think I'm going to make some of these uh, core concepts part of a, uh, a series within the overall podcast um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it as uh, risk 101. So the things that, uh, you know, everyone should know about risk, everyone should know about hazard, but they were never taught in school. These are things I think everyone should know uh, from a science literacy standpoint, because these are things that really make a difference. And these are the important things. And if you don't understand the difference between these two concepts, it's going to be hard for you to make a lot of decisions that you need to make for yourself, for your family, for others. So let's let's kick this off with um what, what is hazard? So in toxicology and risk assessment, uh, um, and maybe I should back up, what's risk assessment? Let's, let's start right there. I keep saying risk assessment. What does this, this term risk assessment really mean? Risk assessment is where we are trying to assess the risk of your exposure to a chemical. This chemical might be in your products. It might be in your water. You know, it might be in the air you breathe. It might be in the soil. Uh, you know, that your children might be eating as we speak and, you know, no, no judgment here. If your kids are eating dirt, that's, you know, part of being a kid, right? So, and we're, we're also exposed to dirt. You know, we inhale it. Isn't that kind of gross and sick thinking about that? You know, we're inhaling dirt, you know, dust and everything else. And I, mean, if you really want to be grossed out, hopefully you're not eating right now, but uh, just think about all the insects that you, that you, you know, ingest as you're sleeping. Mm, yummy. Isn't that great? Anyway, let's talk about risk. So risk assessment is where we're trying to figure out, are you going to develop some kind of uh, health hazard as a result of your exposure to something? Now, the major ways we get exposed to things is through our skin, or perhaps you have a cut in your skin. Maybe it absorbs through your skin. It could, you could also breathe it in. And maybe it's going to do something in your nostrils and your nasal cavity, you know, and it could go all the way down to your lungs if it's a really tiny particle, right? And then we're also thinking about ingesting. So ingesting means that we're eating it, all right? So inhalation is when we breathe it in. And then when we ingest things, yum, 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 that's, that's going to be ingestion, okay? So those are the major routes of exposure. You can also be exposed to things through your eyes, and maybe through your cheeks and possibly through your nostrils, not necessarily inhalation, but those are going to be your what we call mucous membranes. And um, there are other places where we have mucous membranes that I won't talk about here, but um, use your imagination. It's going to be someplace moist. Um, anyway, so those are all the different ways that you can get exposed to things. Isn't that kind of neat? And what we want as risk assessors is for your possibility of developing some kind of health hazard to be really low when you are exposed to things in kind of a normal way. When you're using the product as intended, we don't want you to have bad things happening to you. Companies especially don't want that because then you can sue them. Companies don't like being sued. That's just, you know, the bottom line. They really don't like being sued. So they're looking for ways to make sure their products are safe. That's a good thing. Now, all right, we talked about risk assessment. Let's talk about hazard. All right. So hazard is 
something bad that can happen to you at, you know, a, at any dose of the chemical. So we're talking hazards can be at doses or exposures that you will never experience in your life. And yet they will be listed as hazards. This is what's really key about the concept of hazard. It's the idea that you could not be exposed at this particular level yet, yet it's going to be said, yeah, you know, you, you could, there's this potential that you could develop this health hazard. A really good example of this is a lot of chemicals cause cancer at levels that you will never, ever, ever be exposed to them ever. Period. Full stop. End story. When we start looking at, you know, risk, we don't care about all possible hazards. We care about those hazards that exist at levels that are reasonable to anticipate that you're going to be exposed. Let me say that again. When we talk about risk, what we care about are the hazards associated with the exposure that you will experience. So if you're going to not, if you're going to be exposed to, you know, a chemical within a product at let's say 15 micrograms, 15 micrograms is an extremely tiny amount. Um, so imagine, you know, five times 10 to the negative six grams. Okay. What, what we're talking about here is extremely tiny, 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 tiny amounts. All right. You, you can't even see these if you were to put them on a spoon. It would be so tiny. It would be hard to see. All right. So we're talking microscopic amounts of this, of this chemical you could be exposed to. That's what we're starting to you know, talk about. You know, how much are you actually going to get exposed to? And is that exposure actually going to cause a problem or not? That's what we care about with risk. Do you see the difference? The difference between risk and hazard is hazard deals with really obscene doses and doses that you could be exposed to. Risk deals with doses you're going to be exposed to. All right. That's the key difference between hazard and risk. So when I'm talking about, you know, a chemical, it's really unfair. Well, not just if, if somebody's talking about a chemical and they say this chemical is toxic. Guess what? Every chemical is toxic at the right combination of dose and exposure. Everything. I like to throw out this stat. You've probably heard this on the podcast before. I swear I've said it before. The number one killer of children in the state of Florida. Okay. Do you know what the number one killer of children in the state of Florida is? I'll give you a second to think about it. It's not sharks. It's not manatees. It's not, um, well, those don't live in Florida, so I'm not going to say that one. Um, it's, it's probably not Mickey Mouse. Man, they'd have a lot of lawsuits if Mickey Mouse was going around killing children. That'd be awful, wouldn't it? Man, just horrible. Okay, are you ready? The number one ki- killer of children in the state of Florida is water. Just sit and ruminate on that for a second. It's water. Okay, H2O. Our friend, the thing that we need to drink, you know, a bunch of 
so that we don't, you know, die. Water. Water is the number one killer of children in the state of Florida today. It is. Go look it up. As of, you know, the day that I am recording this, which is, you know, January 23rd, 2023. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because a lot of people think water is extremely safe. No, water, water is, water is a horrible, horrible, horrible chemical. It kills indiscriminately. Horrible chemical. It's, it's amazing we don't have warnings on bottles of water. Now, you're, hopefully you see through my sarcasm here, right? We don't have warning labels on bottles of water because generally you're going to drink the water. You're going to ingest it. You're not going to inhale it. Ah, so now you're seeing, aha. So the problem with water is the, what we call the route of exposure. The route of exposure is how it gets into your system. If you drink a lot of water, and I mean, you have to drink a lot of water. There is a point where it will become toxic through ingestion. It's really high. I don't have it at my fingertips. I'd have to go look it up. At a much smaller quantity of water, if you were to inhale it, a much smaller quantity of water inhaled can kill you. Think about that. Remember, it all goes back to that stuff we keep getting told. Like uh, those of us who have small children, you, you will remember being told repeatedly that, you know, a child can drown in an inch of water. Right. I, I, I have nightmares about my children drowning in water. If they could just drink it, it wouldn't be a problem, right? But if they inhale it, that becomes a problem. You know, lifeguards at pools are trained to get the water out of children's lungs to save their lives. Well, and out of your lungs and my lungs and other people's lungs too. So water, the thing that a lot of people think is extremely safe is actually highly toxic depending upon its motive, you know, how it's getting into your body, right? What we call the route of exposure. So what I find really disingenuous in the news media is when they start saying, you know, this chemical is a component of jet fuel. And guess what? A lot of things are a component in jet fuel. And we use a lot of those things for other purposes too. Why don't they talk about some of the more innocuous uses of some of these chemicals? Right. Uh, No, they want to try to instill fear. That's what they're going for. They're going for fear. They're trying to make you fearful and they're going for clicks. Right. That is one of the problems with news media today. Everything is fear based. Fear sells. They will get more eyeballs if they tell you things are bad. Right. So they're going to play up. Which one? Risk or hazard? What do you think? I'll give you three seconds. One. Two, three. Those of you who said they're going to play up the hazard are correct. That's what they're going to do. A lot of chemicals really aren't that bad from a risk standpoint. But oh my God, if these chemicals are given at really wide whopping doses that you will never see, they cause cancer in mice or rats, right? And they will play upon that. When they start talking to you about these chemicals and, you know, they might have some new epidemiological study that was really, really, really poorly done. Right. 
But what they'll do is they'll play up the chemical as it's a component of rocket fuel. It's a component of jet fuel. It's something that causes things to go boom. And it causes cancer in mice. And this epidemiological study, and then they leave this part out, that was conducted really poorly with a small number of people. And there's all kinds of biases in the study. They leave all that part out shows that it's associated with some horrible disease in humans. Okay. That's how they sell. That is how they use hazard to fool you into fear. And then you start, let's, let's talk about, you know, a lot of attorneys are very, very, very good people. There are a lot of great attorneys out there, but there's always a few bad apples and there are a few bad apples who will go out and they'll prey upon your fear and they will say, did you take Vioxx? Did you take Xanax? Blah, 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 blah. It's caused cancer in rats and it's a component of rocket fuel. It may have caused your cancer too, right? Now, they'll couch it in like, you know, these, it may do this, it may do that. But that's not the part you hear. And that's not the part they want you to hear. They want you to hear that this chemical is scary and that you took this chemical. How dare the companies fool you into taking this chemical that's actually, you know, as toxic as rat poisoning. Right. That's that's kind of the messaging that they're trying to get across to you. And a lot of the fear is based around hazard, not risk hazard. So this is what I want you to, to take away. If you, if you remember nothing else I said today, this is what I want you to remember. Number one, hazard is not risk. Hazard are all the bad things that could happen, even at amazingly high doses that you will never, ever encounter. Risk is about what is going to happen at a, an exposure level that you're more likely to encounter. That is what risk is about. Here in the United States, organizations like the Food and Drug Administration, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, they operate on risk. They are regulating chemicals to minimize your risk. You will see in the news lots and lots. This is point number two. You'll see in the news a lot of fear mongering. They are part of the merchants of fear. They know that fear gets them eyeballs, gets them clicks, which gets them ad revenue, right? They are going to do everything in their power to lead with fear. That does, now, the reputable ones, the reputable ones are going to also try to take a balanced approach and say, well, but there's these issues. It doesn't matter that most people don't read beyond the headline and maybe they might get to the lead, but they're not going to get to all the additional detail, right? Reporters are trained to report in what's called the inverted triangle. Okay. So you're going to get further and further and further details as you go further and further and further down. The broad overview is up at the very top. And remember, there are unscrupulous actors out there who are trying to scare you. They want you to believe. They want you to believe that chemicals are scary. 
And they want you to believe that your body has no way to fight these things off. We'll be talking about this in the future in future episodes. Anyway, that's what I want you to know about hazard and risk. Hazard, scary. Risk, we're bringing it back down to what you need to know as to whether or not something is going to be safe for your use. All right. With that, this, I think, is our uh, first. Yes, it is. It is our first episode of the Risk 101 series. That'll be part of uh, Critical Science. Thanks for uh, joining me today. If you have, uh, you know, any questions or you want to uh, reach out to me, you can always go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash critsipod. That's crit, C-R-I-T-S-C-I-P-O-D, critsipod. Thank you all again. And, uh, you know, Tell your friends we're growing. This is great. I really appreciate it. And uh, I've actually heard from some of you. Thank you for uh, reaching out. Have a great day and uh, I'll talk at you another time. Thank you. My name is Dr. Lyle Bragoon. This is the Critical Science Podcast. Thank you much.